to really like nail down the timing, I think I'd really have to study your click mechanics. But I can't do that since you're on the East Coast. Ugh, I know. I really think you need to send like a task rabbit over here to like study like what like my finger joints. Like when is my thumb like dropping, dipping, tapping? Like what's the vibe? Like what's the energy? Like I need, yeah, I need some kind of like high speed camera to really capture frame by frame your your movement. So we can like study it, analyze it, yeah, and figure out a way to just you know get on top of it. What if you applied for a grant and <laughs> and got and got funding, <laughs> like the MacArthur Genius <laughs> Grant gave you like millions of dollars to really study this, and the project is called Ugear. Things are gonna get easier. A study of thumb joints. <laughs> mm, that could work. Ooh, Gare, things will be brighter. You like that? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about the whole Gare thing. Um, Wake up to oh, it. Welcome to America. Welcome to um, the Earth. Heard of it? Um, it's a planet full of Gares. And mm. I really just want to sing our anthem to you. <clears throat> mm. Ooh, Gare, things are going to get easier. Ooh, Gare, things will be brighter. Isn't it so sad and so pathetic, the song? Mm-hmm. Do you know that that's, you know, that's like already a song, right? I mean, you're, nope. this isn't like a... No, I haven't heard of it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but um, what do you think, though? It's pretty good, right? Ooh, Gare, yeah. come together in a beautiful world. Ooh, Gare, come together. <laughs> I'm going to see how... I think it's up to me to move on from this. To you, you sung this song now maybe like five times. Since, I mean, we're only, what, like a minute and a half, two, minute, two and a half minutes into the episode, and you're... Right. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> really, it's on rotation. There. It's on rotation. Yeah. Yeah, the power is, as always, within you. Yeah. <laughs> well anyway this is good friends podcast episode 79 Ooh, rare a sexy position rare very sexy 79ing is hot yeah. it's when um somebody is on their back <laughs> and somebody else is in a 90 degree angle above them trying to put a shelf together and they're conducting fellatio <laughs> yeah it's the lesser known cousin of the sixty nine. Yeah, it's not many people know. Yeah, really well because it's really um it privileges those with bookshelves. Right. So exactly, which needs to yeah. be talked about. But this is episode seventy eight. Um, what? This is, <laughs> oh, I mean seventy nine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still having my coffee, Gear. Ooh, Gear. Things are gonna it get is... eat. Oh, I'm sorry. It is one o'clock out there. You're having your coffee? I know. I've been trying to sort of like make sure I have a full meal and like not depend on coffee as much as like a morning wake up and kind of treat it as like an afternoon like Mm. upper. Um, Mm. And it has been a little difficult, but it has also Mm. been very beautiful. Mm. It's been it's been nice having. Um, myself eat a meal before my coffee. I've noticed changes in my um, stomach acidity, um, okay. which is really, as you know, a cause I care a lot about. So yeah. um, I feel good having made strads. Okay. 
Well, good. Speaking of stomachs, I was incapacitated last week. What? With a very <laughs> nasty stomach bug. Wait, please tell the people what happened. We didn't record last week because you had stomache bug. Well, and I was, the days we were recording, I, I was I was kind of incapacitated. One day I was at Picnic Day at Davis and I was incapacitated because of um, the drink. I'm wondering uh, if your stomach then- bug was just you being very drunk for like no. four days. <laughs> No, because the day after I felt fine. I mean, I wasn't even hang over, hung over, and uh, you know, you go to bed, you feel good, then you wake up and it's like, you just ate a bowl of glass. Oh. And uh, th- then you're dealing with that for like two days, but now I feel good. Yikes! What did it feel like? Glass in your stomach? Well, just you know, stabby sensation and constantly having to go to the bathroom. And- Ooh, rare! Tell me more. Well, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, um, it was like two days of like, just, just, just water coming out of you. Oh, nice. Just liquid <laughs> from every orifice. Every orifice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, ears. <laughs> ears too. And nose. Wow, that is gnarly. Yeah. Where do you think you got it? Uh, I think I think my dad my dad said he was he was sick, so I probably got it from him. Is that because you were eating each other's stools? No, <laughs> no, that actually didn't happen this time. Really? That wasn't funny. The you yeah. say that when I didn't even mention it. Like, why did your brain oh, yeah. just go <laughs> there then? A trap, a mental I trap. Yeah, I think so. It must be it. Was it because you literally like gnawed on garbage outside your house? No, I think it has something to do. With okay, the fact why that would you mention that then if I like didn't even like say it? I mean, you did. You said it. You said it, and now I have. To, it's up to me to refute it. Um, you said actually, it feels like you sort of like heard it because it was like it was like bouncing through the like cavern of your own brain. Like it's clearly your guilt. That made you hear it. Mm. And so in a way, yeah. like, I think that was a confession that hmm. you are telling our listeners you caught a stomach bug because you ate garbage and your father's stool. Hmm. Am I wrong? I mean, it sounds like you're, well, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to like wildly accuse you of anything, but it does just sound like you're making things up as you go along. Mm. Great segue to our, our first topic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I know where you picked that up. Yeah, I think you know that I got this from my mentor, um, Alex Jones. Um, Yes. You know, as our listeners know by now, I'm a few weeks deep into my new position as a heavy alt-right member, and it's going great. Mm -hmm. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's been been awesome. Like, actually, it's been, like, awesome. Um, It's a really welcoming crowd, right? Yeah, it's just super warm, super, like, interested in talking, like, just really, just, like, really decent people. Do you know what I mean? Like Lots of cucks. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, where do I even make it? Like, just so good. <laughs> like, it's so exciting to finally be hanging out with people who are even louder and more shrill than me. Like, thank God. Like, I feel like I found my people. They love screaming about nonsense. And cool. it feels good. Um, and Alex Jones, who is um, a well-known... Um, right wing, I don't even know, like... Crazy person. Crazy, yeah, lunatic, talking head. 
Um, he writes for Infowars, though I believe he also has, does he have, like, a show? Like, he has, like, a television show, right? Dog, that's how he fucking, like, cornered the market on insane, uh, shouting, uh, fucking clips. Through TV? Are you kidding me? A TV show? Yeah, he just, he's not a writer, he just screams. He has a, he, it's like an internet radio show that he does. Um, basically obsessed. He, how do I yells. do it? How do I get this position? Yeah. Hey! I don't know. Yeah, you just gotta... It's all about content. Just start blaming the government for, I don't know, chemtrails in your cereal. Oh, is he the chemtrails like dude as well? Yes, probably. Oh, my Farcone. Dude, what? I This guy... Can't. This guy thinks, like, every... This guy thinks the fucking Sandy Hook attacks are, like, a false flag from the government. Of course he believes in chemtrails. He also used my favorite excuse ever, which, like, I have literally used in the past when his lawyer claimed that his on-air persona is performance art. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've quite literally used that excuse when I have been acting, like, really hangry and, like, been, like, very, like, rude. I've been like, actually, it was really a character. It's really my art. That was performance. That was performance art. The audacity. But anyway... Alex Jones has been sued by good friend's nemesis, Chobani Yoger. <laughs> Never thought I would see these worlds collide um, because yeah. Jones has alleged that refugees employed by Chobani have committed sex crimes and caused an uptick in disease in, like, Idaho or wherever this, like, shit is, like, wherever Chobani's factory is located. I think it's in Iowa, Ohio, or Idaho. <laughs> it's in one of those three. Um, it's in, well, the suit was filed in Idaho. So okay, so it's in Idaho. Um, literally, Alex Jones has claimed that um, through, like, like, yeah, hiring refugees that have, like, raped people in Idaho, disease has spread, and most notably, there's been an uptick in tuberculosis... And he is blaming Chobani founder. I can never pronounce his name. It's like um, Hamdi like Ulkaya, Ulkaya. He's Turkish. Um, Ulkaya. Ulkaya. Hamdi like Hamdi Ulkaya. Um, and mm. now Chobani has retorted with a lawsuit, um, where they basically are claiming that Alex Jones is committing slander and like literally <laughs> just lying as he does. Um, mm. he literally had a video called Idaho yogurt maker caught importing migrant rapists. Like, well, totally. babe, look, I more than anyone know that Chobani is an enemy of the people. Yeah. Um, of the earth. like I have suffered so much by the hands of Chobani, like mm-hmm. so much, like, I've received yogurt with, as our listeners know, no fruit at the bottom. I've received a coupon to make up for it that expired. You know, like, I, that's about it. But, like, honestly, like, I'm still unpacking my trauma. With that said, um, Alex Jones is a Looney Tune who's obviously my mentor. I need, like, I've always felt like I need to be his student. I need to really, like, lean into, if I want to be a member of the alt-right, like, I need to, like, learn his practices. But this right. war with Chobani makes me feel more sure than ever that I'm the protege Alex Jones didn't even know he needed. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it looks like to create like an Alex Jones media take, you really just need, you need three things. You need like disease, you need some sort of um, like thing to blame on like an immigrant, and then you need like uh, some horrible brutal act like rape or murder or... 
like false flag attack. Right. Um, so I feel like if you, it's like a mad lib. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a mad lib. So if you really took the time to like construct that mad lib, I think you would be good. Um, you know, you could easily come up with something like, like, uh, like, um, um, maybe you could do something like smallpox ridden, uh, Kenyan, Mm. uh, shits on subway train. Mm, So good. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Right. I could like, um, yeah, like really, really itchy Canadians have started to work inside of the Pringles factory. And that is why we haven't cured AIDS yet. Right. That's I like, think that that's could, a pitch. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Like, literally, why the hell not? Alex Jones is also known for Pizzagate, so he clearly knows that the best way to spread info is to really connect it to pizza. The internet loves pizza. Yeah, so, but oddly enough, he, like, he, retru- he walked back the Pizzagate thing. That was cowardly. Yeah. Alex, so. listen. Um, as somebody else who loves performance art... Um, I really need you to just like lean right into this role and not apologize to the peasants who don't believe your accusations. Like I literally went to Comet Ping Pong Pizza Bar or whatever, and I didn't see any kids. But like at the same time, like what? Like um, isn't that exactly like what they want me to say? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like um, okay, sheeple, like you're going to go and, like, look around and, like, not find any quote-unquote evidence and that's, like, enough for you? Like, no. Mm. This is an ongoing battle and I have no intention in stopping my war against the companies that ruined me. Chobani is one of them. Hmm. Hmm. We all have Mm. them. Do you have one? Hmm. What, like a A, company that A company that's farked you. Hmm, company that's farked me... I didn't really, like, keep track of that. Mm, I've been farked by Nabisco. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. You've been farked by Taco Bell. I've been farked by Taco Bell. Um, Mm. Honestly, like, name one company that hasn't farked me. Difficult. Hard. Hard to do. It just seems like you're, it just seems like you have, like, a very sensitive trigger. Um. Like, when your, like, definition of getting farked seems like it's, like, you know, it's pretty loose. Oh, is it? I'll tell you what else is loose. My backside from getting fucked so often. Okay? I'm going to start walking into these stores and being like, hi, excuse me. Um, I just wanted to ask your manager if they can buy me dinner first before they fuck me. I'm going to start saying that to random people who I encounter in like a safe way. In, you know, whatever. Like, I'm just going to be preemptive about the fact that I'm going to get Barked, and I'm just gonna start spreading these rumors before they have a chance to really like get mad. I really feel like you're uh, taking a step in the right direction. I definitely think so. I have felt yeah. more alive and more myself since joining the alt right. Like literally, I can't even tell you. Like I wake up in the mornings and just like it's very like raindrops are falling on my head. Like I'm just like waking <laughs> up out of bed. Like ah, like looking at a picture of Adolf Hitler and being like morning eighty. Like kissing him on the lips, like, taking a shower and using only products where, like, the spokeswomen are, like, Aryan-featured. Like, I'm feeling good. Like, I feel lighter. I feel more alert. Um, And, yeah, the minute that I heard that my arch nemesis is now embroiled in this fight with Alex Jones, I was like, I knew that I picked the right side. And, like, honestly, like, 
if there's anybody who's like, what, what happened to you? It's like, why don't you ask Chobani? Like, they were the one that, like, honestly, like, were the straw that broke the camel's back and destroyed me. I mean, I agree with you. I mean, join the dark side. Chobanish Daisish is going down. And I'm really glad that you, you're you taking a stand for something. Yeah, it's um, this is the time to really stand up for what you believe in. This era. Yeah. So, like, in the middle of this whole child uh, custody battle that Alex Jones is in with his, his um, I don't know what you want, to, his ex-wife, I guess, right? Oh, I don't know much about it, this. Tell me. So, so he, so he's, that's the whole, you know, the story about his lawyer saying that it's all performance art. Yes. It's because he's in a custody battle with his kids and his ex-wife is saying, like, this motherfucker's crazy and he should not have custody of our children. And Alex Jones is saying, I'm not crazy, this is all performance art. Anyway, in the middle of all this, like, deposing and stuff like that, it came out that apparently Alex Jones claims to have had sex. Smoking on that other one, as I move with the house in the trunk, I'm sipping on that Hennessy because it's all good. Because I heard it was a party jumping on the west side. Ride, ride, show your ride. So I'ma drink this in the sea and get my head real tight. Now the rat tat 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 strapped on my back, back. Not the jack, but the cracker player. Hate the talking smack. Cause the party that I'm headed for is oh so deep. And it's a Tony Lane thing, so I'm bound to creep. No sugar free, don't dance, but I might tonight. And my hopes can't go until my money is right. No, I'm about to get ghost after I G up from the feet up and roll the sweet up. Let the car heat up, speed up with the beat up and roll. Baby, hold the steering wheel while I roll. That's perfect. Okay, tell me about this football player or whatever because I actually still do not understand any of what's going on and I don't understand what these rumors about this letter are about. I don't get where they're coming from, okay. but I'm here for all of it. Aaron Hernandez was a very, very popular football tight end for the New England Patriots, the douchebag team who just won a Super Bowl and everyone hates and Tom Brady is a crazy snake oil salesman. Was he already anyway, in jail during all of this? He didn't play the Super Bowl, in, right? No, he had, no, he, no, yeah, he's been in jail for a while because he, he got in trouble in like 2013 for murdering this dude named Odin Lloyd. He got convicted of his murder maybe two years later. He's been in jail since then. He just got acquitted of another double murder that he got arrested for. Um, uh, or they, they, they tried to pin on him like a year after he was already thrown in jail. He just hung himself last week. And many people are speculating he hung himself because he he's like gay or bisexual and didn't want that getting out because he's he's like a hard ass thug. You know what I mean? I actually do. I don't know what to do with this information. Where's it coming from? Who's the source? Like, what is it based on? What do we know? I'm on, so here for he, it. People are speculating that he left a. Th- Three suicide notes, one to his fiance, one to his brother, and then one they're saying was to his gay lover oh, in prison. My fucking God. <laughs> and but, and who is it? It's just some prison dude. I don't know, some guy with a neck tattoo. Hot. You know, Wait, actually like, hot. Uh, so I mean, all of these reports are coming out of places that aren't exactly reputable. Daily Mail, Radar Online, 
I'm, I'm sure Media Takeout has a has a juicy, juicy bit about it. His attorney is saying that it wasn't to his gay lover; it was to his lawyer. Um, but <laughs> what did the letters say? We haven't read these letters. They haven't like leaked these letters. We haven't read the letters. No, they haven't been released yet. His fiance has requested that they be released to the public, so maybe we'll find something out about it. But people are now saying that the whole reason he murdered this guy, Odin Lloyd, is because Odin Lloyd knew that he was gay and was going to, like, blackmail him. Like, murdered him? How did he murder him? Do we know the details? I'm sure we do. Like, what happened? Gunshot. Gunshot? Where? Pop, right in the head. No, like, what was the scenario in which this happened? Was it, like, premeditated? Was it in, like, a moment of, like, was it in like a oh, fight? Like, yeah. If no, it was very, it was very much like premeditated. Like, like I think the the scenario for the murder was him and like him and two other buddies of his, Aaron Hernandez and two uh, of his friends like were in on this murder. He said that we had to take this guy Odin Lloyd out because he knows something that he shouldn't. They like pick Odin Lloyd up. They take him to like a construction site near where they live. They kill him, <gasps> and then they they uh, like they ditch the weapon. They ditch all that shit because they've never. I don't think they've ever been able to find the murder weapon. Still, um, oh, yeah, I don't hey. think still. Yeah, so it's still kind of like up in the air. He was still convicted of the murder, but now people are like speculating, like, oh, maybe Odin Lloyd either was his gay lover and was going to blackmail him, or knew about it and was going to blackmail him, and that's why um, he he got rid of it. This is so, so, so much. Um, Part of me has sympathy, and then part of me is like, can you please get it together? Like, I know that, like, if you're, like, a grown up in, like, a very masculine environment, like, this shit's, like, very difficult. I mean, like, I get it. My empathy, high. But, like, this reaction is beyond me. Like, I can't actually do I heard rumors that he tragically committed suicide to, like, ensure that his daughter, like, gets a portion of his payout from the NFL or something. Hmm. Is that, like, at all hmm. possible? Oh, because of, like, concussions or something? No, I, the NFL, like... I think, like, if you, um, I don't know what happened, but I think if he, like, died before a certain date, which, like, essentially wasn't gonna happen because it didn't seem like he was gonna be, like, executed, and it seemed like he was just gonna get, like, life in prison, um, but before, like, he had a chance for, before I guess, like, the NFL could, like, cut something up in his contract, like, and his money would go elsewhere, like, if he was to die by a certain day and the contract was still being held, Uh, the money would go to his next of kid, which is his daughter, so I heard some speculation, like, that was part of his suicide, but, like, what, like, all the speculation is, like, where's it coming from, like, how, how do we, like, confirm any of it, and, like, do we believe? I don't think it's, I don't think it's, <laughs> I think it's, I have a feeling it's pretty unsubstantiated. I'm um, so, why do you think people are even spreading this rumor if it isn't true? Just to make sense of it? Maybe there's another, maybe there's another, um, like, very excitable, small person who works at the Daily Mail who, like you, is very infatuated with prison law. Oh my god. I mean, he didn't even really have time to delve into, like, the nuances and beauty of prison life. Like, he unfortunately, tragically, like, ended his life right at the time in which things were going to get hot and fun, as I like to think of it. Right. Um, But it feels like, like, in prison law, I thought, like, jail pussy was a thing. I mean... You thought what? Jail what? You know, jail pussy. What is that? It's dude's butts. Oh, yeah, that is a thing. Of course. Jail pussy, I've never heard of as a phrase. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's a lot. But yeah, 100%, of course. It's the only people around. So, so yeah, so what's the deal then? I mean, why why freak out and commit suicide over this if it's, like, something that everybody's doing? Right, you know right. I mean? well, that's what I'm confused. That's the other thing I want to know. Like, was his, um, I mean, I guess, like, you're saying that his, this the entire murder was a result of his being closeted. But I, for some reason, initially, when I heard this rumor, thought it was that he ended up sort of, like, being with a guy just in jail and didn't want the news to get out. So the question is, like, is he, is he like, closeted? Or was he, like, did he indulge in, yeah. like, some male activity that he then realized was, like, going to get out because everyone on the inside would, like, love the chance to, like, leak some info? Like, unclear. Yeah. I feel like maybe it turns out that he was just, like, a... Maybe maybe he wasn't just like a a jail pussy fiend. Maybe he was actually a like JPS sensitive a, a sensitive touching lover of men mm. who liked passion and being close and maybe like butterfly kisses. He likes those. Maybe yeah. Maybe one can only hope. Um, mm. But the bigger fear is like, what are these situations? Like, I just think like we need to. There's so much to reconfigure about male masculinity, but if it's going to get down to, like, murder and suicide, which, like, of course, this isn't new news, like, like we need, like, I, I don't even know, like, where to begin. Like, what is the NFL's responsibility at that point? I don't know. Is there, like, any, any chance that, like, if we're able to confirm this, the NFL would, like, try to take some responsibility to make their spaces more, I don't know, open-minded and kind of, like, allow their players to... I mean, these, if I was, like, a football player, like, and I was surrounded by these men all the time, and, like, my coach was, like, a paternal figure, like, this is, like, a family, essentially, isn't it? I mean, it's, like, a job, but it's also sort of, like, a group of people that you're so intimate with, like, is it not their responsibility at a certain point to, like, be able to push these men to, like, open up and think in a way that doesn't, like, lead them to commit senseless acts of violence against themselves or others? I don't know, like, I just don't know where... The NFL's responsibility is not in blame, but in like the potential to prevent. Well, here's the thing. I feel like when your main goal in the sport is to be as violent as you can with the person across from you, it doesn't like lead to a whole lot of uh, emotional openness and Ugh, true understanding. True. It's kind of a. Uh, it's like I, I I feel like of the major American sports football is the one that I mean it has definitely has the most instances of of domestic violence and uh shit like this happening where like ex-players commit suicide or they like you know just the 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 culmination of brain injuries and the culture that like NFL locker rooms breed definitely don't I don't think they're the most open like if you i guarantee you if you poll nfl players from across the 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 nation i'm sure a lot of them either don't pay attention to politics yeah they don't they're not like well informed they're probably not a whole lot of them are very well read i'm sure a whole lot of them are like right-wing nut jobs i hope not but oh my god i mean who knows who knows like where they come from and stuff but this is real. I don't know. I think the correlation between, like, domestic violence, like, for sure, of course. Like, that makes so much sense. And I know that, like, people are trying to sort of really double down on understanding what the cognitive and, like, behavioral impact is of these concussions. And we know that, like, 
they're undeniably problematic and they're absolutely linked. But like, I think there's just like a sort of like bigger, this sort of like cone of silence that exists around football and around not just sports, but really like there's something about football. And I think it's sort of, I think you're right. I think it's because of like the aggressiveness, the like real emphasis on like manliness, like football really is like the great American sport now to me, like objectively speaking, like more than like baseball, like the entire sensibility of football feels like very American in some way. And I just feel like, I don't know if it's a responsibility for the sport. I don't really think you can ask this like league or this in this like empire or league or anyone to do anything about this or what there even is to do. But I think at a certain point, like something about this institution and something about like the culture of this game makes men feel as if they have to hide certain parts of themselves and like also overly aggrandize other parts of themselves to prove to people that they're men, you know? And if that means like hiding the fact, maybe uh, again, speculation, like hiding the fact that you're gay or yeah, like abusing your wife to like, let her know her place and like to really like assert your manliness. Like these are things that are being like, in like either quietly or overtly and explicitly um learned and taught also through football like it's shit that you like grew up with and it's stuff that's like just being furthered by this game and like this league i don't know i don't really know like what the answer to this stuff is but i will say that like there's just like this correlation is like to me like undeniable and i know that there's this other part where it's like okay well how many actors in hollywood are openly gay you know it's like it's also just a matter of like optics and sort of like you know if you want to be a football player who wants to like get a sponsorship deal or something and like appeal to everyone in the country and become like a millionaire or whatever multi-millionaire like 10 times over like you have to be about as like red-blooded and like straight and narrow as you can like is the first openly gay football player going to be like an amazing like pepsi spokesperson in alabama like unclear like probably not it's probably not good business but like this shit is like dark like this is just like very 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 dark to me and i don't know maybe it happens from the outside first let me say that there's definitely 1000 percent been a gay nfl player before like 1000 percent unquestioned that we just don't that we just do not know no, but like just they come out after the fact. Oh, like, I know for sure. That for a fact, there have been a couple players who come out and say, "Yeah, I'm gay and I played in the NFL." Oh my god, who was um, it? That's like such a bait and switch I, I, to be like, "It was man all along." Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I can't remember. The guy was like a lineman for the Colts. I don't know. The point is the the but what is really gonna like change the game is they need like a there needs to be like a superstar skill skill position player like a wide receiver. Or a quarterback who comes out and says, "Yeah, I'm gay." Like for a while, this this was totally unsubstantiated. But one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers, there was a rumor that he was gay mm. for a while. What was that based on? Anything? Uh, he he had a very close relationship with with this like high school buddy of his who who was like his personal assistant, and they would like go everywhere and do everything together. Oh, and. Uh, he kind of like couldn't hang on to girlfriend like girlfriends that he would be pictured dating and stuff. Uh, this is the guy who recently was dating Olivia Munn, but they just broke up. Oh my Farconi, uh, I hate her. But yes, yeah. continue. But anyway, so uh, I mean, there need what is really going to like change the way people think about gay athletes in the NFL. I think it's that one's probably the that would be the toughest league to come out and come out. I don't know, as when you're a player, right. like kind of 
Do you remember the guy, Michael Sam, that he tried to play in the NFL a couple of years ago? Yes. He was an openly gay uh, defensive lineman who couldn't didn't hack it, and it became, like, too much of a sideshow because he had, like, an Oprah Winfrey special, and then, like, everyone was like, well, what the fuck? Why are you, like, trying to capitalize on this? You should just be worried about playing football. Right, and then, right, right. You know, he, it kind of turned out he didn't really want to play football. So, But anyway, what really needs to happen is there needs to be an established NFL star who is gay, uh, who is willing to come out about being gay. And then I think people will uh, shift their uh, – people who, like, follow football and consume football will, will shift their attitudes towards it. Totally. I make for a more open and, uh, and uh, loving environment for everybody. And also, like, ideally, like, a note to this future football player, like, the best PR move would be to, like – not treat it like a big deal. Like, I just think that, like, exactly. giving, like, a People magazine cover, like, I just think we're we're very much past the era of transparency in regards to sort of, like, like, the sort of Ellen DeGeneres, like, yep, I'm gay moment. Like, that was so powerful. That was so important. But, like, I just don't necessarily think that, like, that type of move, like, a PR claiming move is as necessary anymore. And I don't think that, like, the optics of it resonate as political. I think they feel to me, like a sort of personal finesse. And I I mean, if you want to tell the story, I mean, I understand the actual, like, liberation of coming out publicly after being closeted so long. It's sort of this, like, like I, if I'm going to tell it, I'm going to tell, like, the earth and just, like, rid myself of any quiet about it. And it, it, I know that that feeling is, like, incredible and important. But I think, like, if you're actually trying to do something, like, politically um, and, like, conceptually clever and actually try to move the needle a little bit, yeah, that football player should, like, come out, like, announce it, and then, like, live his motherfucking life and, like, not field any questions about it, like, not talk about his lover. Like, it should just, like, be, and it shouldn't be a spectacle. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, I also wonder if, like, these football players, like, bristle at the idea of that spectacle, too. Like, if they, if that to them reads... Yeah, I think, like, part of that yeah. to them is, like, the problem as well, where it's just, like the theater of it and it's like yo like if you can just sort of like be as chill as possible like that would be the most radical act you know not because it's born out of shame but yeah well football itself is such a like work hard mentality type of atmosphere in sport that like people view kind of like the circus around say coming out of the closet or I don't know even like even other stuff I, they view like for instance a lot of people view like the Colin Kaepernick kneeling thing they see that as a distraction right it takes away his focus from playing football um, because he's like focused on on social like these these socially conscious movements right so a lot of people I think in the football culture see like oh he he's like coming out of the closet he's grabbing all this media attention that isn't about football. Uh, right. But the media attention so happens. Have- like, Colin Kaepernick at the end of the day right. is kneeling during this one portion of the game in which you're actually not playing football anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, so, but it's like, yeah. but the hubbub around it, like, elevates the moment and gives it, like, a context. And then, of course, Kaepernick, like, indulges in it, as he should, because, like, that's his, totally. like, thing. But, like, I don't know. There is an alternative. There's, like, another way to be political the, that's, like, not this the- thing. Yeah, the first gay NFL athlete, the way they should do it is, like you said, I don't know, maybe, like, make a statement on Twitter and then say no to the Oprah Winfrey special. Yeah. Say no to, like, being on the cover of Time magazine. Lots say of no's. no's. Yeah. You just got to say no and then go about your job as if, like, nothing happened. Totally, totally. Except your, like, ESPN, like, hero award or, like, whatever they give. Yeah. And then, like, move on. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't need to be 
a spectacle because like these dudes just need to be reminded that it's not a big deal. And like maybe that'll like save the next like gay football player who wants to like potentially kill his friend over it or like unfortunately kill himself. Like yikes. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this dude was like fucked up. He was literally a murderer, like lest we forget. I mean, I don't really there's there's no scenario at this point in which like I mean, obviously like someone murders someone and I'm like to jail with you, but like I have so little faith rationally in our prison system or in our prison system's desire to like rehabilitate anyone. So it's not like I was like excited about it. there's no justice being served really in any portion of this scenario. But like the dude should have been in jail. Like he was like definitely a murderer, but like so sad. I'm so upset that he killed himself. Like, don't know what the motivation if was. What yeah. Sad. If and he was gay and he was trying to like cover it up. He's still a murderer. Like that's a problem. <laughs> He's still a murderer. Right. Still a murderer, yes. But like it's probably the fault of like NFL culture and football culture that he felt so insecure in his gayness. One hundred. If he was gay, and that's the reason why he murdered this guy. One hundred. He should have just been op- he should have just been comfortable uh banging dudes and uh, getting banged by dudes. Like lean into it. Like lean into it. Right. <sighs> lean into it. That's always the that's always the PR answer. That's lean always. Into it. I need to become a football PR agent. Thoughts? I think you could do it. I think I'm going to go up to every football player and be like, I'm going to touch your dick right now. And if you flinch, I'm going to tell the press that you're gay and we're not going to make a big deal out of it. And you're going to be a superstar. And they're going to be like, you're not allowed in this locker room. (laughs) Please get out. And I'll be like, this is your move. You go up to every NFL player. You turn around. You present your butt. Mm -hmm. You like kind of look backwards at them. Mm -hmm. And then you just go. Yeah. Bend over, look over the shoulder, um, a beat of just yeah. staring them in the eye, and then ah! <laughs> Right? Or just like and look over the shoulder and like Ooh yeah. Things exactly. are gonna get easy. And then they'll just like curb stop me like in the locker room. Like, well, <laughs> But, yeah, you know what? We will be continuing our watch of football's toxic masculinity problem. Um, I'll definitely do an undercover episode. Um, mm. Maybe sure, Maybe after <laughs> the Margot Robbie interview, I'll do, like, an undercover episode where... Um, how's the... Oh, wait, yeah, how's the Margot Robbie... Um, it's going. It's like, going well. How's that going? Yeah, it's going good. I mean, you know, it's baby steps. Margot Robbie is very busy. Definitely interested, but very busy. Um... Okay. Which sticks aside, I really think we could interview her. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm down. I say that every time, but I just really feel like we could do it. <laughs> her career has taken quite a beating since uh, since Suicide Squad sucked so bad. I mean, I thought it was crazy that anybody was like, here's our new movie star. Like, I looked at her and was like, um, this will be a nice 20 minutes. Like, are you guys insane? It, like, blows my mind when, like, it feels like people just, like, I'm not calling myself, like, a cult. Like, I'm not saying, like, I call everything, but, like, there's just, like, some celebrities where you look at them, you're like, you, everyone knows this is, like, a moment, right? Like, mm. we really, like, who was looking mm. at Margot Robbie being like, I think we have our next Julia Roberts. Like, are you guys insane? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe in Australia. Maybe in Australia. Right. Maybe in Australia. You know, she'll get her big little lies moment in, like, 10, 15 years, and people will be like, we've been sleeping on Margot Robbie, and, like, maybe then she'll prove us wrong, but, like, 
at this point, like, you get your flash in the pan moment, you have to, like, you do a flop, you disappear, and then maybe if you're lucky, you get, like, a phoenix moment. You don't just be, you don't become totally. a movie star because everyone says you are. You know what's funny is that I always confuse her with that actress Jamie Lee Presley, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about, who's on, like, My Name is Earl. Right, so it's the same thing where she was, like, kind of a movie star for a while. Right. Disappeared for, like, seven years and then reappeared on My Name is Earl. Right. And now you definitely never hear from her ever again. That was, like, but the she weirdest. she looks exactly like Margot Robbie. Right. Yeah, they have the same squished, like, bird face. Yeah. Um, Which is, like, honestly so. a compliment because they're beautiful, but, like, they're very, like, also unique looking. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's get into our good friend who is bafflingly... Fox News, <laughs> a first for firing Bill O'Reilly. Riley. <laughs> Although they fucking paid, did you see how much they paid? Yeah, like a year, like a whole year salary. Like fuck you, Fox. Like you were my good friend for two well, minutes. Like, like. For your salary of $25 million. I mean, it's actually insane. It's actually Jesus insane. fucking Christ. I know. It's really nuts. I mean, I don't even know. Like, there's just too much. Like, you could look at, like, the Bill Cosby situation and look at Bill O'Reilly and be like, why is, I mean, like, they're completely different. You can't really compare them because their standing in the culture was not at all similar like on any level but like why does it feel like bill o'reilly's taking like an extended vacation (laughs) why does it feel like he's basically on sabbatical well like look bill o'reilly disgusting dude definitely loved jacking off on the phone while calling his female employees 100 percent a brand but he never he never drugged and raped anybody at least like according to the women who were accusing him of this stuff so there's that. Yeah, it didn't seem like it was any of that. It seemed like it was all workplace sexual harassment as opposed to, like, yeah, another reason it you was can't all, compare the two. Yeah, it was all, like, over the phone and Bill being like, so, wait, so, you got a loofah. Yeah, you're in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a great O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> Like May, that's I what say. Bill O'Reilly was doing. Um, yeah. right, it's true. I mean, like, it's completely different. It's like at the end of the day, like Bill O'Reilly's firing was more like a corporation's like power move more than it was like anything else. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a sense of justice yeah. for the women involved. It was like a corporation like saving their ass. Like Fox News, in no scenario would they like get rid of Bill O'Reilly unless they absolutely had to. Um. Well, they already they'd already fired Roger Ailes for for doing like similar things, so it's like they kind of right. Roger right. Ailes was probably but Fox Roger News Ailes is was going the on. Who, They'd been like settling yeah. everything. Wait, sorry, continue. Say, give the right. context of Roger Ailes because it is important. Right. Well, so Roger Ailes probably set up the 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 culture, the workplace culture, where Bill O'Reilly can just get away with doing whatever he wants, and they like settle it behind the scenes. But once they outed, once the, the I don't know the board at Fox News ousted. Roger Ailes, like Bill O'Reilly, it's like one bad news story away from from getting canned. That's what happened. Yeah, definitely. It kind of feels like once you get rid of Roger Ailes, you're essentially... I mean, like, then that's when Fox made the statement of, like, you know, them valuing, like, workplace safety and, like, you know, like, trying to, like, get... Trying to rid that kind of corporate culture. And I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like, maybe on the plus side, like, ideally, in an ideal world, like, 
the Murdochs that are like taking over the show now, um, like Rupert's two sons, are like slightly more decent people. Like maybe they at least like objectively care about like if not just the optics, but like really like maybe like care about the women in their workplace. I don't know. I mean, mm. it also feels sort of like after this election, there's this like renewed understanding that like we have to be vigilant about the things we claim to be moral and like care about. Um, that it's not just sort of like understood to, it's not just lip service anymore. You know what I mean? Um, Mm. and so it's kind of funny to see even Fox news kind of have to like buckle at like the strength of these women being like, this is exhausting. And like, in no, like, no, these women were not like drugged and raped, but they're literally going to their place of work and being treated by this dude. Like, like what? Like literally, like what? Like I don't yeah. even understand. Jerk off material. Jerk off material, right? Like one hundred percent. Like it's actually insane. And like you know, that's the shit that made them lose someone like a Megan Kelly. I mean, like beyond just like what you know, the business element of like why she left. Like that's like a really problematic work culture where like you can't hold on. Like you're spending so much money keeping these cases quiet. Like for Bill O'Reilly over all these years to the sum of like twenty three million dollars or something just to like litigate out of court. Um. And meanwhile, like, you, one of your other star figures is being, like, regularly abused. It's, like, it's so clear, like, who their emphasis is on, who they care about. But the thing that I'm confused about is, has, it, has Bill O'Reilly been, like, I haven't always been paying any attention to him, but it does feel like he's not been a pro-Trump Republican. Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, uh, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I mean, O'Reilly bills himself as, like, no-spin blah 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 i don't think he's like i would be surprised if trump was o'reilly's like first choice like i know i remember trump gave an interview on o'reilly like shortly after winning the election and o'reilly like kind of asked him some hard questions but at the same time like they're aren't they like don't they seem like they're cut from the same cloth a little little bit. bit i mean right yeah, like, the thing that allows really love, a Trump to, like, thrive yeah. is, like, an O'Reilly-type culture, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, totally. The sense of, like, entitlement like, and, like, power and, like, loudness right. and, like... Loves being it. close to, like, people in power. Right. Loves, like, celebrity. Right. That kind of shit. Big time. I mean, fucking... He watches... Uh, you know, Trump used to watch Bill O'Reilly right. every night before he got fired. Right. Right. Remember the whole like Chicago tweet where it was word for word taken from a graphic that appeared on the Bill O'Reilly show? Yeah, but the crime rate or about like what was going on like actually like in the city. Yeah. Right. No, totally. I mean, the two things are really weird mirrors of each other in some way. I think everything that happens on Fox News at this point is telling about like what the fissures are in the country's right wing because like that section of the country also watches Fox News and that's like where a majority of their not just, like, view of politics comes from, but who their idea of, like, appropriate authority is. You know what I mean? Like, they hear someone bellowing and screaming and, like, talking over women. Like, that is that not, like, the ultimate Fox News optic? Like, people talking and, like, the host of the show talking over the guests. Like, that was the entire, like, visual language of the debates, you know? And it was not a problem. To be very condescending. To be completely condescending, no. yes. To be completely yeah. condescending and to not grant space and to take up space even when you're not the one being given it. Like, 
That is a complete Fox News like visual narrative. It's, and people were okay with it because it's learned from watching yeah. this stuff. So like Bill O'Reilly is completely complicit, even if he isn't. Like I have a feeling he's not a pro-Trump. Like he's not like a radical Republican, actually. Like he's like surprised. I mean, like the farther into lunacy this party goes, the more moderate the last 10 years of Republican nightmare seem, which is just shows how much like sanity is relative, which is horrifying. Yeah. But this dude now to me is like, you know, he's a problem, but like in terms of like his actual political stance, I think he's a bit sort of like, I don't know. I, he's not like hardcore he's, evangelist. He's not a Hannity. Republican Christian. Right. Yeah. He's not like invoking. I mean, he's like pretty staunchly Catholic. And I think that's probably why he's right. able to negotiate, like, having these horrible things that he says to these women because, like, as a Catholic, you can just ask for forgiveness from God and you get it. And your shame but is he already never, like, predetermined. Invo- <laughs> yeah, and he, but he doesn't invoke, like, God when he's right. talking about politics. Right, right, right. It's true. You're right. I don't think. Um, like, if, if it yeah. informs anything, it's, like, a personal value system. I see him as, like, pretty, like religiously agnostic when it comes to, like, how he, like, spins things and the short things that I see when they go viral. Like, I don't know, like, I kind of, yeah, I kind of think that there's, yeah, there's just, like, there's something really, really, really funny about, not funny, but O'Reilly also just seems like the sort of, like, um, like a different, he seems like a dinosaur. I don't know, it just feels to me like this party, and as a result, Fox News, it's, like, beacon, um, are morphing, right? Like, is, yeah. is there really a place for a Bill O'Reilly in Fox News? And it's funny because, like, the reason he's left is out of, like, moral and, like, fair. Like, I, I, like reason, the things that are I actually associate with, like, left-leaning policy, basically, of, like, treating people decently. Like, you know what I mean? Like Fairly. Right. Like, fairly. Like, God forbid. like <laughs> Not sexually assaulting one, your coworkers. Which, unfortunately, shouldn't be, like, a party line, but, like, ain't it? I mean, that's obviously, like, a yeah. broad stroke, like our almost president's husband, like, essentially, like, you know, used his power on... I mean, like, the Monica Lewinsky, like, Bill Clinton thing was, like, a weird power play. Like, obviously, yeah. consent... It was... She wasn't underage, and it was beyond consensual. But, like, you know, I mean, there's... It's still fucked up. The optics of it are, like, a problem. So it's not like it's just, yeah. like, the left is great and decent when it comes to, like, this and the right are not. But, like, it also seems like beyond that, like, ousting Riley just feels sort of, like, a moment where either, like these these Murdochs are saying that they want to, like, lean into Fox News being a more decent place of work, or it's also an opportunity for them to, like, really allow this Trump-era type of dialogue to, like, flourish in a way. Because, like, yeah. isn't didn't Hannity or um, Tucker Carlson... Who took his spot? Tucker Carlson, right? Tucker Carlson. Right. Yeah. So, like, that just means that, like, all of the fringe people are move up on the lineup, pretty much. Like, I don't know. Like, it kind of feels like Hannity's going to be, like, more popping than ever. Who's that woman that, like, after the, um, the um, healthcare bill, like, didn't get passed, was like, Paul Ryan needs to step down. Oh. Do you know what I'm uh, talking about? <laughs> that woman? Uh, yeah, she's like judge, judge, uh, you're talking about that ex-judge, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget her name because I, I literally... Fuck, Trump loves her. He, of uh, course. Fox News, wait, let me look her up. That's the Fox one. Fox News. Trump loves judge. her. He literally was like, if I was you, I'd watch this show at nine tonight. Judge Janine. Like the name, though. Like, Judge Janine. But Jeanine. she was involved in, she, she was involved in the, uh, she was like in 
the OJ murder trials, right? Was Wasn't she? she involved in that? Oh. I'm pretty sure that's where she, like, got cut her teeth. Or she was in, like, some... Janine Pirro was... Oh, no, she was um, involved some way in the Jinx murders. No! Yeah. Really? She was, like, when, when he originally... When he, like, got off... Uh, originally from murdering his his wife. What's his name? The guy from the Jinx. Uh, Robert Durst. Yeah, she was like a DA in Westchester County, I guess. You know what? I so, knew she looked familiar, but I thought it was just from other weird viral videos of hers that I've seen. No, if you go back and rewatch the Jinx, she's in that. Oh, my God. Was She She wasn't like the friend of his that she, he would keep writing to, was it? No, no, no. She was like trying to, she was trying to like, nail him and throw get him wow that is so 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 funny wow it's really funny that she like once was really interested in like keeping richmond accountable for doing bad things and yet (laughs) is now like well (laughs) this the case that she worked on very highly visible she got a lot of attention a lot of media attention and now she she probably got bit by that bug and now she works for fox The fucking Fox News fame bug is an infestation. You get bit and, like, no morals. Nothing. It's insane. Oh, God. Well. So, anyway, Fox News, good friend of the week. Bafflingly good friend of the week, but also, like, wait. (laughs) We'll loop back. We'll put a pin in it. But also, like, fuck you, Bill O'Reilly. Like, go write dumb history books. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Ugh, yeah, his history books are the worst. Oh, good, good. Um, I also really quickly, before we get into Devil Tongue, want to give like a side good friend. Can I do this? Um, to Jonathan Demi, who died yesterday, the filmmaker. Um, and that was Oh yeah, I saw you tweet about that. Yeah, that that was like really sad. Jonathan Demi is um part of like a sort of his contemporaries were in like the late eighties, early nineties, like um, you know, part of the like Gus Van Song, like not quite as independent. Like Jonathan Demi actually has like a very surprisingly varied um filmography like his movies just really mm-hmm. really fluctuate but he gave us like pretty much like two masterpieces he gave us silence of the lambs which is like still one of the only right. films to win like every major academy award category um of like writer director picture actor and actress um it's, yeah as like a horror movie as, and it's a horror movie i mean like the exorcist got nominated for best picture which is like crazy and we've had you know we've had genre movies get nominated but like to win i don't know that is really nuts and he also directed the talking heads concert film stop making sense which is like probably like the best of those those concert films that continue to be like a kind of relevant subgenre it's like it's pretty Mm -hmm. it's pretty masterful and then he also did this movie rachel getting married that anyone who knows me knows i love starring anne hathaway and rosemary dewitt and it's so good it's probably the best Anne Hathaway performance um which I know for a lot of people is not saying much but I actually really like her and this movie is great I think it's so underrated and like really beautiful and naturalistic and um yeah I was really sad to hear that he had Mm. passed away um so are you are you a part or not a part of the I mean not to not to get off topic no that was it not a part or not a part of the of the and Hathaway hatred. Oh, I'm not a Hathaway hater. Absolutely not. Okay, good. Um, I yeah. love... I think that's overblown. I love me, Anne Hathaway. I mean, like, I look at her and I'm like, bitch, you are so annoying. Like, I have met a hundred of you. Like, I just know her so well. Like, right, right. know that she'd yeah. be like, oh, I hate this. Like, she's just fake. Like, she's just like... 
a theater kid and wants to please and has this sort of cheesiness and like her sincerity is also is like is both like so genuine that it's like hard to look at and so fake that it's hard to appreciate like almost simultaneously like she's so annoying but I actually really like her and I think that she's a really great actress and she has I don't know I just think she has a really good ability to like use her the charm that she does have in interesting ways and she's given some really great performances she gives like a really good performance in um in Brokeback Mountain which I always think is like overlooked by True. like the three other performances love that. I love her in that I think she's she ha- and I kind of liked her in I kind of liked her in the in Dark Knight Rises I did too I thought she was great for sure I thought she was yeah. a great Catwoman I mean I think like there's a million ways you can do Catwoman and her Catwoman was really I liked I liked it a lot I think she had a great way of being like glamorous and kind of like old Hollywood and also like weird and devil tongue and this one it's a very sports oriented episode yeah what's this one again and this one this one goes to espn oh, for right. like cutting shit tons of their of their like on-air talent and and web media talent yeah and it's yikes. like just sad because espn was such a great network and it was such a huge part of my life growing up and they just like descended into the shitty, shitty reality that is cable news today. It's just a cable news station now, and no one watches. Yikes. People have been cutting subscriptions left, right, and center for the past, like, ten years because their content is horrible. It's just debates and yelling about Tim Tebow, uh, and it's just, like, awful content. And now, like, good people who were good at their jobs are losing their jobs, and it's super sad. That's so sad. Why do you think they did this? For the money... Yeah, they what they did is they spent way too much money buying the rights for t- the rights to air like uh, NBA games and NFL games in like the biggest part of this like live media bubble because the only you know how advertisers will will put up money to run their ads during like uh, shows yes right yes so live sports are one of the few things anymore that still advertisers will pay a lot of money for because, like, you have to watch the sporting event live. Otherwise, it's like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Right, true. Like, you can you can record a new episode of Fargo and watch it in a week, and it doesn't matter. Right, but everything about sports requires event, you not know what happened. <laughs> it's got to be live. Right. Otherwise, it, like, loses all of its interest. So media advertisers will spend a lot of money to, to run their ads during these events. So ESPN has spent so much money acquiring the rights to air these live events, but at the same time, their, like, content during the middle of the day is so horrible that people are just, like, either going to use their Watch ESPN app, which doesn't air any of this shitty product, but still gets the the games, or they're going to, like, pirate the games on the internet. And now, because everyone's losing 
interest in the in the in the network, they're like hemorrhaging money, and they just like have to cut. They have to like save face and like cut staff. And yesterday they fired a hundred people in one day. One hundred. Yeah, Yay. and like not like back, not like back room people that you don't hear about, like front of the camera media people who have large followings, and it was like crazy to Jeez. see the running ticker of people who were losing their jobs. That's really intense. I mean, yeah, like they are just beholden to like any. I mean, this is like the problem with any sort of like net, like traditional. I mean, not even traditional, but like. Anything becomes traditional at a certain point, and then they're beholden to, like, some archaic way of making money. Like, that's really brutal. Yeah. I mean, like, their advertisers, they're really, like, stuck with, like, classic ad revenue concerns <laughs> if they're, like, talking about, like, live yeah. television and stuff. Mama Mia, 100 I mean, people. Know. God bless. Online content, dude. Anyone I you know, know gone? You're in the content game. Right, the content uh, game is No, I, the, don't you know that guy Pablo Torres? Did he get fired? No, he didn't get fired. Okay, he's like too he's like too fly, right? He's like too big for it. Uh, I get. I mean, he he does like he's on one of the talking head shows, and then he's a writer too. I think it. I don't know. It was kind of tough to discern why they fired some people, um, because a lot of the people they fired were like very plugged in and knowledgeable and like multifaceted. Hmm, interesting. Um, a lot. So I don't know. I mean, I I'm, pro- I'm sure a lot a lot of it had to do with like politics, but you know, internal politics. Eek. It's the game, you know. It's a game. Well. Devil Tongue goes so. to ESPN. Yeah. Brutal. Well, to all of Brutal. our ESPN um, now fired employees, there's always work for you on the Good Friends podcast. Feel free to apply. Yeah. It is competitive. If the Margot Robbie interview doesn't work out, maybe we can. It'll work out. Like hire Jamie Sire to pretend like she's Margot Robbie. Oh my god, I'm listening. Great plan B. I was offended for a minute because it felt like you doubted me, but now I think you're thinking big picture, and I need that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Amazing plan. Amazing idea. Um. I mean, it could be the case. Could be that we get too big for Margot Robbie. We don't oh, make that mistake either. I would say that, like, in terms of the graph, Margot Robbie is like plateauing, and we're on an uphill climb. So I think by tomorrow, yeah. like, who knows where we'll be. Margot Robbie could be, like, eating trash outside like you were a few weeks ago. And, like, meanwhile. Exactly. That's the more likely of the two scenarios, in my opinion. Definitely. Definitely. So to Margot Robbie, if you're listening, which I know you are, let us know what's up. Because when this train really gets moving, like, it's going to be hard to hop on. Yeah. You feel me? You're going to wish. You're going to wish. You're going to (laughs) wish. Get that good friend's bump. 100%. Um... Okay, guys, uh, um, this scare has to go, but God is good. Yeah. Um, and I have an inter- I have like a meeting with a recruiter in ten minutes, so that's gonna be exciting. Ooh, wait, an update next week. I'm excited. Maybe I've had a lot of these, so we'll see. I have a good feeling about this one. Say hi. Um, good. Then, good friends, please give good vibes to Jack. And mm. until next week. Be movie. Be movie. Be. Run to the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run. Run through the bed and scare of the milking cows. Run down the beach kicking clouds of sand. Walk a windy weather day, feel your face blow away. Stop and listen, love you.